Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Today's podcast is sponsored by MelissaMunger.com. Melissa Munger is a watercolor artist who creates beautiful works of art from a photograph that you send to her. She can turn that snapshot that captured your kids' personalities perfectly into a work of true art that is a perfect gift for grandparents, aunts, uncles, even for yourself. Go check out her website at MelissaMunger.com to see examples of her work. Order now for Christmas gifts and you won't end up grabbing things that you know will turn into clutter. Melissa, M-U-N-G-E-R.com. Follow Melissa on Instagram and put some beauty and inspiration in your feed. On Instagram, she's Melissa Munger Art. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited. Um, it's kind of out of my ordinary right now because we are recording this on a Sunday evening, which y'all know I usually record it like Thursday morning and put it out immediately. But anyway, um, I said we because my husband is here. Hi, husband. Hello, wife. <laughs> okay, so this is podcast number 100, and um, I'm excited. I can't believe I've done 100 podcasts. Um, but anyway, so we are here, and quite a few of you have given me some questions that you would like for him to answer. He's going to do that. Um, I've given him some, um, just a few pointers, mostly that um, silence isn't funny on podcasts. He's really funny, I promise. So if that doesn't come across. Am I supposed to be talking right now or just wait on you to ask me the questions? Just wait on me. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> if you have something to say, raise your hand. When's first question? It's coming up in just a second. Okay. Anyway, so he's here. He's going to answer these questions. But before we do that, I do want to um, tell you guys that I am so excited. I just, you know, I hadn't logged into my podcast stats all summer. Until I put out last week's episode, number 99. And uh, we are getting really, really close to 1 million downloads of this podcast, which is pretty kind of crazy. Anyway, but it's very exciting. Um, so I thought to celebrate, I would, um, what I'm going to do, I, I, and this is like celebrate, but also using the moment because that's what I do. Anyway, what I'm going to do is I am setting up a special newsletter just for podcast listeners. Um, meaning this is going to send you an email every time a new podcast comes out. Okay. That is what, um, I want you to sign up for. And if you will sign up for the podcast newsletter, because this is just for podcast listeners, because this is y'all are the ones who've gotten it to a million downloads or who about to within a month, we should be there. Um, but if you will sign up for that newsletter, you will be entered for, uh, to win one of three copies of my advanced reader copies of my book, which is like the actual book. It does have a few mistakes in it that have since been, um, you know, fixed. Hopefully, yes, they really have. But um, this is the copy that's going out to, you know, media and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, it's a real copy of the book. And I'm going to give out three of those to people who sign up for the podcast newsletter. Go to aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S and I will have the link for that newsletter to get you signed up right there. And that's going to send you, like I said, you will get an email when a new podcast comes out. So it'll be a great way for you to keep up with podcasts and uh, know as soon as they come out. Because if you watch on Facebook, 
just so you know, Facebook doesn't show things to everybody. So some of you will say, well, you haven't done a post in forever. You don't post anymore. And I'm like, yeah, I post multiple times a day, but they just don't show it to everybody. Okay. So that is our celebration for hitting a hundred, I mean, hitting a million downloads. Um, and our celebration for a hundred podcasts is that Mr. Noni is here or Bob, you can call him either one. Anyway. Okay. So I have some questions for you. Oh, first my question. Okay. I want to know what you say when people ask you what your wife does. Well, it's changed over time. At first I said she was a blogger, had a blog, which you still do, but I now refer to you more as a writer now that you have your book coming out more than I do a blogger. And sometimes I tack the blog on after I say that you're a writer, that you have a book coming out November 8th, and I really go off on that for a while. Thanks for that plug for the book. That was good. Sure. November 8th. How to manage your home without losing your mind, correct? Yes, that's right. Something like that, right? Yeah, I think that's about how much it is. Okay, so we have one microphone, so I'm trying to get it back and forth between us. Um, What do you say, though, when people say, oh, what's the book about? Wow. They usually just say that's pretty cool. I talk, it's about, I talk, it's about, I tell them it's about that you are somebody who struggles with organizing, that sometimes I lead into the name of your blog which is a slob comes clean. You've been very honest about that. And this is practical things that work for you and how your mind and how your brain works because there's other people out there just like you that it doesn't come naturally for them for to organize and keep their kitchen certain ways. So this is what works for you. And uh, it has good things for anyone really. But uh, the people that have it all figured out that, that have just perfect, that doesn't work for your mind. So this is for these other kinds of brains that are out there. You really have my elevator pitch down pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Do you know what an elevator pitch is? No, I do not know what an elevator pitch is. Well, it just sounds like you've... Anyway, don't y'all agree? Doesn't it sound like you really does get it, what I do? Um, I will tell you just a little background. I know I've mentioned this before, but um, this is me. This is not a question yet. But for me personally, um, the biggest shocker to me was how... From the very beginning of this blog, um, this was a total secret in the beginning. Nobody knew. I did not even tell you for about a month after I started. Do you remember that? Kind of, sort of. If you had been, if you had been doing it for a month, it. But I don't remember that detail exactly. But I know I knew for a longest time this was a secret. Yes. Yeah, but the thing that shocked me about it was that it killed him for it to be a secret. Like, you know, this is my deep, dark secret. This thing that I absolutely blah, do not like about myself that I didn't want anybody to know about. And your main complaint was you wanted to tell people about it. And I would say, really, even though it's about our house being messy or whatever, but you just always wanted to tell people and every once in a while I come home and say, I accidentally told, told so-and-so, sorry. Um, do you want to talk about that at all? Wow. Um, you showed me the questions on your phone. I know, but this is improv. Go. Okay. So I was just very proud of you and the fact that you were attempting to tackle this through writing and through developing a blog and I thought you were doing a great job and, uh, thought your blog was, was not only is it just about organizing and getting your act together, but it was entertaining. It's funny. Has some great tips for, uh, anyone. So I just wanted people to see that you had this really cool blog and you had worked harder and harder on it and it just looked cooler all the time and they might even see a picture of me on it. And, um, that usually raises your 
uh, your numbers quite a bit whenever I'm on there. So um, I was just trying to help you out. Thank you. That's so kind of you. Yeah. And one of the things that he said um, in the beginning was, I remember him saying, I'm just so glad that you're finally doing one of your ideas because I was the queen of, you know what, I could do, I could do this. I have this idea of this thing I could do in business or whatever. And he, I remember him saying that several times in the meeting was, I'm just so glad you're doing one of your ideas. I'm so glad you're actually acting on it instead of just talking about it. Was, was that how I was supposed to have answered that question? No, I, I felt like I was just adding a little interesting tidbit. Okay. I felt like your answer was good. Excellent. Yeah. You're reading my lips really well as I tell you what to say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Going awful fast. So. Okay. All right. Here we go. Questions. Do you see the messes or is it invisible to you? Like it can be for... Okay, see, I'm trying to change all my pronouns here, and I'm getting messed up. All right, so I'm just going to ask it the way she said it. This is from Julie. Does he see the messes, or is it invisible to him like it can be for you, parentheses, and me? Oh, I see the messes all right. They're, they're there. And all I've ever asked for is a pathway. A pathway to the door, a pathway to the kitchen, that kind of thing. No, I definitely see the messes. I'm not, um, they're, not invisible to, they're not invisible to me. You don't have slob vision. No, I don't. On most things. (laughs) On most things, true. Yeah. I think, I honestly think that everybody has slob vision on certain things. I think my difference is that it kind of covers the whole entire house. It tends to like everything can be a disaster area where, but I think everybody has certain things that they just... They don't see. And it, here's one of the things I talk about in the book. I I have this benefit of having self-analyzed all of this stuff for the last seven years. And so I don't want to put him on the spot on some things that I've had the time and opportunity and all that motivation to think through and all that. But a lot of times what it comes down to is my mess doesn't bother me because I know what it is. Sometimes it's somebody else's mess. You know, like for you, you have very small contained little areas, like very small, not much. Yeah. I mean, like over by his side of the bed, the newspaper pile, you know what, who cares? And that could drive, that doesn't affect you really. It doesn't affect the kids. So I have this little newspaper pile over there that gets, gets out of hand. Eventually I do take it to the recycle bin, but yeah, that's, that's, those are my kind of slob areas that it's really not hurting anybody. It's just me. So you never come over to that side of the bed anyway. And it doesn't hurt any, I mean it. So, but overall, I mean, we, when I would go to your apartment before we got married, it was, I mean, it was fine. I mean, your dishes were always done. Your laundry was never out of control. It was never a total explosion disaster area like it was after we got married and lived together. So, um, got married and then lived together. Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, anyway, next question. How important is having a clean house to you? Are you naturally a sob? What would your house look like if you weren't married to Dana? <laughs> There's no, there's no universe in which you would not be married to Dana. Exactly. Living in a house without Dana, that's, um, I, can, I mean, that question's hard to even <laughs> comprehend, fathom that. So, um, yeah, it's I'm struggling. I'm struggling to answer that question. That's like all. That's like science fiction. 
What was the first part of the question? Well, and I I also want to um, say what she says at the end, which is, hope these don't seem too personal. Asking to see how he compares to my hubby. And there's actually five likes on this question. So I think this is something. Here's the thing. You're funny. I'm funny. Right? Yes. That's yes. That's the correct answer. (laughs) We're funny, but. One of the reasons I wanted to do this, when I first started thinking about doing this, I was like, oh, it'll just be fun, fun, fun. And then I was like, no, I I want you to feel open enough to express your frustrations, because I think we talked about this enough over the years, Um, partly because, you know, we've had several friends who are people that we know, some really well, some not as well, who are really struggling in their marriages. And I don't want us to pretend like everything is hunky-dory and I just closed the same cabinet door three times within the last few minutes uh the third time I was about I'd about had it anyway so just telling you just now before I came to do this the same one was open for the third time I don't know if it was you or one of our kids but I'm sure it was me oh my word keep the cabinet doors closed but you know our plan for when we build a house if we ever do that one day what what no cabinet doors. We'll just reach in and grab plates and mugs. There's no reason to have a cabinet door. But then I couldn't hide the mess. No cabinet doors. Oh. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, this Besides the fact that we're never going to build a house, because that many decisions does not even sound fun to me at all. Okay. We probably won't. So anyway, but there was something apart. There was something that quite, there's a that first part of the question. Let me read it again. Okay. How important is having a clean house to you? Are you naturally a slob? What would your house look like if you weren't married to Dana? I mean, it is important to have a clean house. I take, you know, the yard. I take pride in our yard. Our yard could look nicer, but I do keep our yard mowed, those kinds of things. I think the same kind of thing in your house. It is important to keep a clean house. Um, I just don't like for it to get completely out of hand, but even when it is nice and picked up, I can just tell you're hold on go ahead I'm good okay it was it was the Italian sausage I'm sorry I might edit that it depends on if it carries through that it's funny um he might have been kind of about but I do that sometimes <clears throat> excuse me like that it was the, it was the fennel <laughs> go ahead. anyway um but I know like when you talked about my apartment I tried an apartment I tried to live I guess as minimal as possible I didn't look for things to bring into the apartment. I kept things pretty simple, but it was because it was just me. It wasn't a wife and kids and all these things. But when you have other people to consider, they like things. You need other things. Oh, that would be nice there. And then it starts to, you start to get challenged on those things. But, but I don't know. It would be hard to say living in a house. But like I said, when I was single, living in an apartment, it was, I kept things minimal. I didn't go buy things to add to the apartment. I just tried to keep it simple. So I wouldn't have to worry about clutter and those kinds of things. Which is basically how many, 17 years later, where I'm figuring out I need to go as well. I mean, that's a big part of everything. And I talk about this all the time. It's just, I don't have the personality or the whatever to be able to handle a lot of stuff. But I have this desire for a lot of stuff. I think I have it a lot less than I used to. Um, but I used to really just stuff, 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 stuff is awesome. Stuff is cool, but I can't handle that. And so that's why, um, you know, I've, 
I don't know that I can ever be a minimalist, but I think I've moved much more toward get rid of it over, you know, and getting rid of it is that I really should have just asked you, did you already know that? And I went through all this, the whole, I don't have a lot of stuff so that it won't be hard to keep it under control. I don't know if I knew that or not. Um, I think you really need to learn this for yourself. That's when we really grow as a person. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, uh, let's see. So he teaches a Sunday school class and it's my job. Like I'm, I don't teach a class anywhere specifically so that I can be in there to laugh at his jokes so that people will know he's joking. So that's what I'm doing here. Not that it wasn't really, really funny. That's not what I meant. To start the laughter. It naturally happens. You just try to, if there's something that's minimally offensive, you try to um, (laughs) play that down a little bit and say, he's just kidding. He's just. (laughs) Okay. Um, Are you naturally a slob? I'm going to say no. No. Uh, I know in college, my freshman year, now that you bring this up, uh, my roommate and I, we were were complete. It was ridiculous. We were slobs. But then, I don't know, maybe maybe it's not that big of a deal to me. So if somebody else is a slob, oh, okay, well, let's just be slobs together, kind of like you and I are. Um, So uh, with my freshman year roommate, I mean, my friends would make fun of us how they'd come into our dorm rooms. It would just be awful. But then after... That minimalist lifestyle I tried to lead, I tried to do that when I moved into apartment and became an RA and all that at college. So I just tried to minimize that. So, but it, it doesn't it doesn't get me all riled up if there's a mess. Maybe a little frustrated sometimes, but I don't have to have that perfect everything. Well, and one of the ways that I explain it is, um, you're a guy. You know, I mean. And I, I occasionally I will get some, um, I'll get a man or something who reads the blog or whatever, and who gets offended that I'm speaking to women, you know, I'll like address women. And the way I say it is, you know, for some reason, be it right or wrong, good or bad or whatever. But for some reason, as women, when this stuff is so hard to you, like harder than you think it should ever be, um, it feels like a personal failure, where my observation is a lot of times, yes, a man, there are m- many men who fr- are frustrated. But anyway, I think just, okay, I'm not going to get into that whole thing. But I just explain it, you're a guy, which means you don't care about all these little details and, you know, decorating the house and all that kind of stuff necessarily and making it whatever. But you're not a slob. I would not say that you are. But I have ruined many, I ruined many a roommate over the years. And in some ways, I'm sure I've ruined you in certain ways too. But you have always worked hard to kind of make up for my issues. So okay. Um, Okay, next one. At what point did okay, now here's I think this is the one that I was like, I hope I'm not getting more credit than is due. But anyway, um, at what point did you realize that the blog podcast and changes in the house were really going to last? Wow, we're gonna really last. I think that's what I was like waiting for you to say. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm still holding out. Um, I think I think the biggest thing is laundry. Our laundry day. The fact that that has not um, gone away. And I know that sounds so basic, but we had no laundry routine schedule. Nothing. It was just a mad scramble to have clean clothes. And now even our children know it. Uh, having a five-minute pickup, the fact that our children 
will come in and set the timer on the sto- on the oven uh, to do the five minute quick pickup. They know what that means. Watching them do little things like that, I- I'm now getting to where yes, that this will last. I mean, obviously, we're you're always going to have material for your blog. There, that's, that's there's no doubt about that. But I- I've seen some good practical changes that um, getting rid of so much decluttering, getting getting rid of so many things, and encouraging me to get rid of things. So. Uh, I think that's I think just seeing a couple of the routines that are such a part of our, our lives that, like I said, I'm, I'm sure for some people, well, duh. But for us, it's it's a huge thing to have some of these routines and that our children even know what what those things mean. And they even take initiative in a lot of those things. So, OK, so you said something about um, encouraging you to declutter. How would you. I've talked about that a lot, but how would you say that I have encouraged you to declutter? I keep a lot of, I have a lot of, um, just, just think you're not against me keeping some of my sentimental items that I have, whether it's sports memorabilia or music related kind of things, things that I like, but whether it be clothes that I just don't wear anymore to books that sometimes I feel obligated to keep gifts and things that people give me and maybe that's not the thing to say but sometimes things are just they've run their course and it's okay it's okay to to donate those things it's okay to give those away it's okay to put them in a garage sale and let somebody else enjoy them Um, sometimes I think sometimes we feel obligated to keep something because somebody gave us something and I'm not taking away sentimental value sometimes I think I go a little overboard on being obligated to somebody thinking, oh, somebody gave me this, I can't give that away. Well, it's it's just taking up space. I don't look at it. I don't use it. I don't put it anywhere. I just keep it because I feel bad. And you've kind of helped me deal with some of that. And 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 like I said, though, you're very also supportive and allowing me to keep a lot of my sentimental items that I like to keep that really have no value, but they're they're special to me. And you, we just have to find places for them. Right. Which I've given you a container right over there. Right. That's one of my big things, the container concept. Correct. Okay, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. Well, kind of, sort of, no, I don't. It's okay. It, you're not supposed to know. It's it's this thing where I go, <laughs> it's this thing that I recommend people do with family and say, hey, look at this container. Why don't you put all of your stuff in here? Oh, you filled it up? Oh, well... Is there anything in there you don't like as much so you'll have room in there for it? It's like a nice little You did that with my mom. You did that with my mom recently, didn't you in that with her closet and those things? Yes, I did. I will be writing about that soon and podcasting about it, I bet. Sweet. Don't you think I'm not going to show pictures and I'm not going to show detailed details. Do you think she'd want to be on a podcast with me? That is so my mom. <laughs> it's so not. <laughs> Okay, um, let's see. Do, okay, I just have to read this the way it's written because I can't change pronouns for some reason tonight. Does he think that the more tidy house and cleanup responsibilities are beneficial to the kids? You kind of answered that before. I definitely think they're beneficial to the kids. It's, they probably have inherited some of your uh, sob vision. Is that what it's called? Slob vision, and um, they need some um, tools to manage that for when they have their own house and they're married and they may marry a neurotic housekeeping person and they're going to have to build a um, 
manage a little bit of that. So, you know. I'm so glad I didn't. Likewise. Oh, well, good. Okay. Um, do the daily habits make Dana more or less stressed out? Less stressed out. Daily habits make you more or less stressed out? Um, I would say... I would say less because it's helping you. We see that a we see that a cluttered, messy home stresses us. It's it's just hard to get around. It's stepping on things and it gets frustrating. Why is this on the floor? Whereas, even though sometimes those routines are stressful, getting your children to do it or, or hurrying, trying to get things done, uh, I think it helps your stress to to. We see the stress in our lives go away when we see when we can see the a nice managed home so i would say overall those things are less stressful for you because you're also goal oriented towards we're going to do this we're going to get this room picked up we're going to get this we're going to get this done and then the stress is gone because now we're living in this nice uh, picked up area whereas if not we're like in a constant state of stress because this clutter we don't like it but sometimes we just live in it so okay um Okay, this one is kind of similar, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. Um, Ask him if he shares the same Slav vision that you do. We talked about that. Or if he just lives with it. I sure hope he acknowledges all that you were trying to do for your family. That's not really a question, but I do. I want to say that you do acknowledge that. You know, we um, we have a little tradition. He loves it on our anniversary every year. (laughs) Did you hear him laugh? Um, he loves this tradition and we, um, we talk, we go through and I've talked about this before, but we go through and say, what have we learned about each other in the last year? And, you know, funny things that happened, trips we went on, whatever we we have this little journal and, um, it is harder and harder every year to come up with stuff we've learned about each other, but it's a good thing for us to have to do. But one of the things he said probably two or three years ago was he's realized how, hard I'm trying. And that meant a lot to me. Um, because I am trying hard and I am working on it and I do get out of control. I mean, things do get out of control again and again and again, and I have to get back under control and blah, blah, blah. Um, but he, he said that, do you want to elaborate on that at all? Let them hear you say that, how much you think I'm awesome and how hard I work and, all of that. You work really hard and you're really awesome. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so that was that's in the that's in the journal. Yeah, you said that you said that a couple years ago. That's a pretty good one. I need another one of those next year. Um well, uh, of course. Um I think I think you I think it many times it seems to hurt you and I, you experience pain when you when you see that the house when it's not kept in order. What is the problem? You have talked about it. Does make you feel like a failure at times, especially when you're uh, when you're at home and you've been staying home now that the kids are all in school. But still, over those years, and I, I think it's been a a big turning point for you. And I think even we have friends that can see the difference. You have family members that can see the difference. I can see the difference. So I think it's it's been a very obvious push for you to implement a lot of these strategies and routines and practices that we do as a family. So I, 
yeah, I mean, it, I guess I've just kind of accepted that, yes, this this is something you're constantly working on and improving, and the fact that it's become a part of, um, I guess, kind of the culture of our family. Even though it still goes back to so far less than perfect again and again and again. Correct. <laughs> well, let's just elaborate on that. This is far less than perfect? What? <laughs> no, I'm just, here's the thing. I think... It's one thing for the person, I'm talking about me, to try again and again and come to this point where you accept the, accept the fact that it's always going to be a struggle and it's always going to be something I have to keep working on and I'm going to fail and that doesn't mean that it's all over. I just have to keep on going. It's another level for the person who lives with me to also realize that. And I think that is what I appreciated so much when you said that, because that's where I get frustrated. Cause I'm like, look, I've done such a great job. Yay. And you're all proud of me and yay. The house looks so fantastic and wonderful. Oh, and then it goes back to being terrible again. And for you to realize that even, you know, what you said basically was even though it continually is a struggle, you realize I'm always working on it. And I think that's really important in marriage for me. That helps me a lot to know that you feel that way. Would you like to elaborate? Wow. Elaborate on what you've just been elaborating on? Elaborate again. Wow. Um, You can just say what she said. uh, What she said. Okay. All right. Um, next question. You're not like, it, everything I said is correct, right? It, it, it's it's correct. You, I had a point I was trying to, I was going to make with it and you kind of shoved this microphone in my face and I'm, now I can't think of a word I wanted to say other than the fact that um, every your everything is geared towards our family. Everything is geared towards our family being happy together and whatever that whatever that may mean whether it's um it's thinking of ways where we can make make it easier on baseball game nights when you would come up with those different kinds of food items and things like that to make to make things it's all about trying to make I feel like our our, our home manageable and less stressful and I, I see you doing that constantly and I mean some things you've you've nailed it on on several things but uh, um I think that's about as much as I'm because you were doing a pretty good job on elaborating. Okay. All right. Um, thank you. Let's see. Oh, ask him if he thinks his wife cleans and organizes too much. No. <laughs> that was an easy one. Next. Next. Okay. Um, what are some organizing strategies slash routines he uses to help you keep your house, his space in order? Like what are, I guess, what are some organizing strategies that you have embraced, whether they be mine or they be other? Like what are your organizing strategies, routines, things that you really focus on? Um, I go back to the laundry, um, keeping the laundry ready for that. For our laundry day, I'm looking at my stack of newspapers right now. They're actually in the box that you provided me to put the newspapers in there instead of just laying them on the floor. Um, laundry bags for my own personal cleaning that I take to the cleaners. 
um, uh, you have you have you have pretty specific guidelines on the dishwasher. Um, those like what? Um, well, we don't rinse the after you did your little Maytag trip. You know, we don't rinse the plates. We scrape and slide stuff off or whatever it is. And and you're good with that now. I'm great with that now. I'm, I'm a big believer. Why would I ever rinse a dish, a dish again in my life? But um, when, when do we run the dishwasher? Ideally. Every night. Every night we run the dishwasher. Um, and you're big on it. Everybody bring your plate to the sink after we get through eating. So I don't sound anything like that. No, you don't. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a little more feminine, you know, a little higher. But... Um, uh, but little th- little things like that, uh, putting those things that why why are these things here? You know where those things go. Um, I, I know there. I mean, I, I, I it's all. I think that's good. Okay. okay. Um, do you read everything I write? And if so, does it help you understand how I think? I don't, tell the truth. I don't read like I used to. I'll be honest. Uh, when you first started your blog, I used to read on a pretty regular basis. Um, and I think one reason I don't read now the last year, I'll just be honest with you. Did you just edit that? Okay. But on a daily basis, you're many times your, your posts and things have gotten, I think more in depth and more detailed that sometimes it's just hard for me to find time with my schedule, but I do, I mean, I do at least glance. I do at least glance at things and kind of look at it. And I'm to see if there's a picture of you. Basically. Yes. And then I'll show all my friends. Hey, look, I'm famous. Anyway, uh, not not. But at first, I was always yes, I was always reading your reading your stuff. And but I have people that I know that will they happen to be reading your blog? Oh, I read that. That's your that's your wife. I've run across several people. Oh, I read her blog. Didn't know that was your wife. I said yes, that's that's my wife. So I feel bad that I don't read it more often. But I mean, it's between. It's been like seven years. I understand. But do you, um, does it help you understand how I think? Definitely. Definitely. That video of you in the cabinet door is probably one of the biggest eye openers ever of how your mind works. I still remember. Still, that's still, I even use that example when I talk to people about you and explain to them how your mind works. So, yes. But yeah, re- looking at your, looking at your blog, reading your blog is, is, uh, really gives you an insight into how your mind works and what's going on in there. It's a little scary sometimes, huh? Yes. Okay. Um, what is one thing you'd like Dana to get rid of? One thing I'd like... Um, I'm sure there's at least a piece of furniture, a, a shelf, a table, something that um, she's bought from a garage sale that she has. it's the perfect thing. I know exactly what I'm going to do with this. And then anyway, so... And then what? I don't know. Say it. You're just still kind of there sitting there, not being used. Is that right? There's no right answer. It's your opinion. I'm not going to attack you for your opinion. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't know if anything I actually want you to get rid of. I guess I get frustrated when you do show up with a little cabinet or you, or some shelves or something like that. I'm going, oh, my word, where is this going to go? I think that's it. Right now, I can't really think of something I really. I don't do that as much as I used to, though, do I? No, not at all. But occasionally you do show up with something and I'm just wearing, oh, we're going to paint this. I'm going over there. And I went, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm out. 
<laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Um, okay. I think that is all the questions that I have right now. I hope I didn't miss any. If I did, maybe you'll have to come back for another episode at some point. I have really enjoyed having you here. I, I hope I, uh, hope I did a good job. I'm a, I'm a little tired. It's sun, Sunday night. Getting, re- getting ready to go to work tomorrow. So I'm a little, I'm maybe not as on as sometimes I am, but I th- but anyway. I, hope. I think you did a good job. Is there anything else that you want to say? Like specifically to maybe a wife might make her husband listen to this. I don't know. I know there's actually quite a, hus- quite a few husbands who read this stuff with their wives, but, and listen. Um, but anything encouragement that you have for because this honestly can be a real source of frustration in a marriage I mean it can it can be a dividing a divisive issue honestly Um, especially when you don't understand when the person who is this messy doesn't understand why they're so messy and the person who they're living with doesn't understand either Um, do you have any encouragement for that or anything well I one thing I learned is it's it's not a it's not vindictive or in any way, shape, or form. It, it's how your mind works, um, and finding that there's a number of folks out there that struggle with um, keeping their homes. And honestly, I don't want you to be like some of those people because I feel like they live in a constant state of stress, keeping their home nice, neat, and clean, that they can't enjoy their home. Uh, I like to I like to come home and relax and enjoy being home. And if it's nicely picked up and looks good, fantastic. If it's not, well, we need to work on that. But I also don't like to be in a constant state of stress over how our house looks and worried about it. But I think the, the encouraging thing is I really don't think this is this is something people. Uh, it's a it's a struggle, and I think progress is what you look for. I think with anything in life, you you look for. You look for you look for progress. You look for getting better, and and just making taking those small steps. And like I said, a couple of things I've said for I'm sure some folks sound so basic, but for us these are huge steps for us. So get these little routines down. Get the get these things that everybody in your whole family can buy into. Um, if you're you know if you're living with that person that really does struggle with it, and you're the neurotic clean freak, I don't know what to tell you. Read my book. Read your book. How to manage your home without losing your mind, sixteen ninety nine, um, those kinds of things. But because it will, it will, it will give you an insight to how that person's brain works, and um, I, I hope that's encouraging. I, I think that was great. Yes, I, I think I lucked out big time getting you. Yes, ma'am, you did. And likewise, I lucked out getting you too. Okay, <laughs> we did though, but. But I don't want to say that and say, you know, oh, well, it's not a struggle. It's a struggle. It's, it is, and it's, it's a tension issue. But I definitely got somebody pretty easygoing that has, you've just supported me in my efforts to get better instead of criticizing. And that is, that's huge. Um, okay, I'm going to end it there. This was podcast number 100. If you want to get the show notes for this, go to aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S. Scroll down to the bottom and find podcast number 100. Um, and uh, if you if it's not listed there, 
directly. You go down to the bottom. It says, see all my podcasts here. And it should be right there at the top for that. Um, I want to remind you that you need to go and check out melissamunger.com. She is... Seriously, her her art is beautiful, and I think that um, it's a great way to give a very meaningful gift at Christmas that um, is definitely not clutter. Um, instead of just giving someone stuff, giving someone something that you obviously put a lot of thought into and that they're going to treasure forever is um, ideal, right? So you need to get those ordered now. That's melissamunger.com, melissa, M-U-N-G-E-R.com. Um, Okay, this has been really fun and I appreciate it. And I encourage you to download the podcast, obviously, and also to go um, to a slobcomesclean.com slash podcasts, sign up for the podcast specific newsletter so you'll know when the podcasts come out. And you will also be entered to get an advanced reader copy of How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. You can also go pre order it because you'll want both. You know, you'll want the real final copy too go pre-order it. Um, it's coming out November 8th of that's like, that's like really soon, right? Okay. Anyway, we're not going to talk about what he's doing right now. So anyway, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.